But we want this podcast to open up organically. It's going to be a learned process, obviously. Um, we don't want to necessarily address that we're starting the podcast. Anyway, this is just another intro. Try not to stage it. Try not to stage the podcast. Yeah, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. So we're going to jump right into today's show. First things first, uh, rest in peace to George Floyd. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Um, what a crazy time. Um, this past week since we filmed the last podcast a lot has happened um george floyd's life was uh taken from him there have been riots everywhere all over the u.s um i'm unsure if that's spread to different countries but i know there are certainly a lot of peaceful protests all over the world Mm -hmm. and um rightfully so and we just wanted to take a minute um, to uh, personally and as a as a business as Exordia Creative, um, take a moment to say that this is a real serious issue that impacts not only the Black community but every single person in this world. And what's happening is not okay. Um, I don't know how to put it more eloquently than that. No, those people are losing their lives. Yeah. So Black Lives Matter. We stand in solidarity with, with everybody in the black community. Yeah. Rest yeah. in peace to George Floyd. Rest yeah. in peace to everyone who's uh, been wrongfully killed or indicted or anything. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's ridiculous. And it's time for change. So, yeah. On that heavy note. Yeah. With that out of the way, a lot of, um, a lot of people um, were participating in Blackout Tuesday. Um, we did. And... We um, did on behalf of a lot of the clients whose social media we manage as well, which is kind of cool to see um, all different businesses and public figures kind of putting their agendas aside for one day. And like you said, standing in solidarity with um, the people who are affected by this. It's really cool to see. It's also interesting um, uh, to see um, businesses that choose not to. Yeah. Or, or choose to ignore it, um, and I think it's an interesting conversation. I saw a cool post on Instagram, I think, by Lululemon, who, and if you guys don't know, Lululemon's um, gotten in a lot of trouble in the past for saying like some controversial, divisive statements. Like I think the founder's been known to say that um, fat people uh, shouldn't wear their clothes, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and. I actually want to read it to you guys. Um, I forgot to tell you this earlier, but I just thought it was really cool because I could kind of kind of resonate with it. So here's what they said. And by the way, this was before uh, Blackout Tuesday, but they said, we haven't always got it right. Over the years, it made us question if we had a right to speak up. And we are privileged to have a voice and a platform. So no, we are not indifferent. Far from it. We are passionate about every single human being valued. For this to happen, we need to take action. We're making a $100,000 donation to uh, Minnesota Freedom Fund. And it goes on. Um, and I thought that was cool, first of all, that they addressed it. Yeah. But also that they kind of acknowledged their, their mess-ups in the past and said, we don't know if we're even in a position to speak out about this. Yeah. And I think that's interesting because um, I've had that voice in my head before. Like when I try to take, you know, a moral stand over some, some issue like this, 
that I that I truly believe in and that you know I truly want to do what I can about but there's also this like negative voice in the back of my head that's like who am I to you know you're not you're not perfect I feel like a lot of people today have uh, I mean on Tuesday I feel like they've they've really felt that right like they're saying you know should I post as a person um, or as a business yeah yeah or like yeah because Lululemon they have been in uh in a lot of hot water in the past and once everything settles they don't want to be caught on on the wrong end Mm -hmm. and I think yeah like I just putting myself out there like I question like who am I morally to um to do that like what makes me so perfect but I don't think I don't think it's about that and I think you know anybody has a voice yeah and And I think it's especially important for people like Lululemon for people like us yeah. yeah we only have a small audience of people following us and stuff but I feel like if you have an audience and you feel a certain way and there's this big shift happening, I feel like you should also contribute to the conversation. As long as you're not doing a disservice to anybody, I feel like if you're contributing in a positive way, then yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think it's cool of them uh, to acknowledge that and um, just, just, just put all that aside if you can and um, do what you think is going to contribute to the greater good. And yeah. if that's speaking out, like in times like these, then... Um, we're all for that. So for, for us, um, that's kind of where I stand personally, but for us as a brand, like as Exordia Creative speaking on it, we had like no hesitation um, no, about putting something out there. No. Um, we just went back and forth for approval and put it out. Yeah. Without, without uh, disclosing any names, like we do manage social media for a lot of companies and, and organizations and public figures. And um, some of them have been, receptive to what's going on yep. and some of them have chosen um not to do the post not out of disrespect um or anything and 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 say what you will maybe keeping quiet um is disservice but um some businesses you know are very afraid of getting political or getting involved in anything that could be construed or interpreted as political i think this transcends political politics i couldn't agree more i think people are being murdered yeah right yeah that's not a left or right thing um yeah that completely that completely transcends uh politics but um businesses they have to tread so carefully that some are just kind of like skittish to get aligned with anything Mm -hmm. anything kind of moral or ethical yeah um so yeah, I, I don't want to comment too much on that, but um, I I think you said it perfectly. Like it 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 uh, it transcends politics for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. So with that said, Black Lives Matter and rest in peace, George Floyd. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on after after that, um, kind of tough to switch switch gears a little bit. Um, yeah, just. <laughs> No, yeah, n- n- nothing can can really precede that. No, but um, no. you in a, in our own uh, small little bubbled off, super privileged world. I know you celebrated a big milestone over the weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quinton uh, just on, celebrated his uh, first year anniversary on Monday of being married. Yeah, congratulations again. Thank you very much. It was it was a great day. We spent the day. Um, we actually went out to Rondo. Rondo's open for anybody looking to go for a walk or get out of the city or whatever uh-huh. um so that was a that was a good time we took the dog out there um 
Then we came back into town, grabbed some chilled cork for dinner. Okay. Just enjoyed the day. I got some Birkenstocks. What's on life. your feet? Show your feet. We, I, I'm not going to actually show. Uh, Come on. Well, put it up there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, we got some Birkenstocks. I've never owned a pair of Birkenstocks. Everybody that owns a pair of Birkenstocks says that you have to own a pair of Birkenstocks. My feet are still in immense pain because they're not broken in yet. It's but like I solid can tell, cork, right? Yeah. Does it not, just come flat? It does come flat. And then your feet eventually, well, there's actually, there's nice arch support and stuff and there's nice um, toe support. Yeah. So I guess the idea is as they wear in, your feet start to implant into them and make like a nice little memory foam type sort of deal. Yeah, you break it in. So yeah. I never owned a pair either. I want to own a pair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have like a cult following. Yeah. They're They've been well. around since seven, the 1700s. The company? Yeah. That's insane. And yeah. and um, that style of sandal has been around for eons past that. Yeah, I believe they used to call them the Jesus flip-flops. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And like... Oops. People did everything in those. Yeah. Like people conquered nations with those. Did the Romans wear these? Probably. People, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. People like went to war in those. Mm-hmm. People like gladiators fought in those. Yeah. People made crazy political decisions in those. Yeah. Like history was literally made in shoes like that. It's an honor to wear them. <laughs> Wait, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, congratulations though. That's awesome. Thank you, man. How'd yeah. you do it? How did I do what? I mean, How did I make it through a year? Yeah. Like I tell this to you and all of our friends, it does. And my dad cheesily says that my parents have been married for 29 years. Yeah. And, um, I asked my dad, I said, what's the secret man? And every single time he says, talk, he says, communicate. And I honestly think that that is the biggest thing. A lot of people say that the first year is the hardest. Some people talk about the seven year itch. Um, but the first year for my wife and I was, was awesome. We had a great first What's year. What's the seven year itch? The seven year itch. Apparently, I, d- I don't know. It's it's actually a thing. Like people can actually say, "Oh, I had that." Um, and basically, when you get to the seven year point, you want something new. Maybe you want to try something new. You want something different out of life. Something a little right. You know what I mean? Something okay. outside of what you've been doing for the last seven years, kind of thing. Yeah. And apparently, they put this seven year mark on it. That's the mark. Yeah. So, we went through the first year. Yeah. Hopefully, we can stick it out for 65 plus that's huge that's the goal that's awesome man so but yeah no it's true we learned that lesson um over and over again in business communication is key yeah so i think it's one of those like universal truths of yeah of life just talk yeah. to people because our minds all run in different directions and when we don't share then you can yeah. really surprise each other and just before this podcast actually um, I made a comment to Jared about how far away he is from the mic. Let's see how far he is right now. Well, he's a decent distance. I'm, yeah, I'm trying that. to keep my hands here to kind of like anchor me in. So anyway. I go like, I go like this. If you'll notice, yeah, sometimes he goes way out of frame. Um, I'm trying to stay on my, on my leash today. Yeah, so. so it's important that I communicate that. I made a little passive aggressive comment. Probably shouldn't have said that. It's all good. It is what it is. Anyway. It's all good. Thank um, you. Thank you guys, everybody, for listening to me and Quentin and the both of us go on. Um, we had a pretty decent amount of viewership our last podcast. Yeah, one of the best in a while. Yeah, which was kind of like the first uh, one after we kind of switched gears a bit mm-hmm. and decided to keep it um, a little bit more natural and keep the topics more broad. Yeah. So thank you, um, everybody, for showing support yep. and everybody who tuned in actually got more people messaging me than I usually uh, than I usually get um, which is cool because like for me if you can listen to this part way or 
even all the way, it's a bit of a stretch without getting getting bored or without turning it off. Like that is a huge win. Yeah, to and I mean, me and to us. for those of you that are watching it on YouTube and you just want to have the audio when you're in your car or whenever you're working out, whatever you do when you listen to podcasts, um, we do have the audio version on Spotify, Anchor, and there's a bunch of different distributions and stuff. So if you don't want to actually watch the podcast, you don't have to. Um, we should say that. Um, yeah. But yeah, appreciate everybody watching, tuning in, listening. And now I want to talk about our haircuts. Okay. Um, or the lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. What are we What are we doing here? What's go What's going on here? So shout out to um, my hairstylist, Aaron. Um, Aaron, I love you. If you're watching this, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are, what are we gonna do about this? <laughs> I'm ready to cut the check. So my hairstylist is my wife. Um, for now, okay. typically I bounce all over the place. Um, but my right now I'm getting my hair cut by my wife, and uh, we're actually using a pet groomer. So that's pretty sweet. Like, um, the, like a tool? It's like a, it looks like clippers. Like it looks like how you would expect it to look. You don't have a clipper? We have pet groomer, a pet groomer thing. Okay. From, I think her mom gave it to us during quarantine to cut my hair. And there's no, you know how when you get your side shaved, you want a one, you want a two, you want a three, whatever it is. Yeah. There's no direction. It's just kind of like. You just get some off. Pick the, yeah, pick the. Uh, it's just coming off. Yeah, it's just coming off. You look on the floor and so <laughs> that's your measurement. So I'm going to share my haircut now. Um, I did get a new hat. Yeah, I know we just <laughs> said if you guys want to listen, but like it's all in the visuals right now. Yeah. We so, got the what's on feet segment. So yeah. With the Birkenstock. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to, what's on your feet? Got oh, some the house, office slippers. shoes, yeah. I Showing off that flexibility. Quite too. a bit here. All right. So this is my, this is my do right now. I don't know what the number is on the side. Um, she tried to take a little bit off the top. It's just incredibly long. It looks good overall. I think she did a good job, but nonetheless, the hat remains on. Um, yeah. And shout out to your new hat. Shout out to my new hat. Excited for my Exordia hat. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, uh, merch on the way. I feel like women have an unfair advantage. Um, yes and no. Go ahead. <laughs> With, um... <laughs> I don't know what you thought I was going to say, but um, with their hairstyles, I say I feel yes like a lower no. maintenance. It's if tough, you dude. have your natural hair color, I suppose. So yep, because you and I, we've been going on walks, we've been going on social distance walks, and we walk by some individuals, fifty plus, you know, they've got the dyed hair, and the gray is starting to come through. I feel like they're struggling too. Yeah. Yes, they don't have to get it cut as often. I think my wife gets a haircut once a year to trim it up and make it look good. But I think we're all. We're all going through this, the hair, the hair issue. Yeah, hundred percent. I guess I wasn't really thinking uh, sensitive to that, but yeah, everybody's yeah. got their own, got their own struggle. But like, I don't know. Um, I know stylists are going to be like booked for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, and shout out to all the stylists, all the barbers and stuff who still can't open their doors. And I'm not sure. I th I've heard June eighth, so okay. you might want to text Aaron and be like, hey. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. It's not one of those things where like people just can't afford your service or um, when money is tight, it's not something they think about. There is such a pull right now for that industry. Mm -hmm. Like when their doors open up, they're going to forget about uh, any days off they ever had for a yeah. long time, probably. Yeah, it's going to be a grind for sure. All right. So just a little note, guys, we, d we did actually make a little list here. Um, it's on a yellow sticky. It's on a yellow sticky pretty nice somebody in quentin's family works at 3m yes so, so we get quite a bit of uh sticky yeah. notes and stuff you can keep that one yeah <laughs> um um so on here we have the weekend 
What did oh, we yeah. Do? What'd you do? Well, I guess you already shared that was Monday. what you guys did. That was on Monday. Okay. Uh, we finished up the garden. So everything is planted. Crops are in. That's pretty sweet. Excited about the farm. Um, it was... Oh, so we should probably talk about that. Um, I wanted to have a get-together originally for our anniversary. I wanted to have like a big party and stuff, but we weren't able to do that. So basically what we did over the weekend was we had... We had a small gathering, five people at a time, basically, from Friday to Sunday. And basically, we had a little barbecue with Sarah's immediate family. We had a little barbecue with my immediate family right? Um, to celebrate our anniversary, Sarah's birthday. Yeah. So that's how we did that. Yeah. So that's kind of what occupied my weekend. Okay. And we did get to hang out uh, at our friend Connor's backyard. Yep. That was nice. Um, just a little uh, get together. One of our friends from out of town. Uh, came by. Shout out to you, Jason. Yep, if you're watching JD, us. If you're watching, buddy. Good to see you, bro. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was fun. That's what I did. Um, oh man, I watched Uncut Gems. Okay. With Adam Sandler. Okay. Have you heard about it? I have not. It is so good. It's a phenomenal movie. Okay. So, people um told me it was good. Like it's uh super critically acclaimed. Like I'm not the only one who thinks it's good. Um, so with movies like that, you kind of you kind of go into watching them with high expectations and this one just really delivered. I won't spoil too much. I think you would love it. Um, but it's about a jeweler who basically finds this uncut gem in Ethiopia or he gets it found and he's trying to auction it and sell it. And it goes into like his relationship with his family and people he owes money to and just how like, hustling and kind of conniving that the diamond district in in new york city is Mm -hmm. and it's an insane movie like there are people talking over each other in every scene it's very realistic um there's a million things happening at once you're kind of like juggling all these different situations in your head it's super anxious like a lot of people say like by the end of the movie you're just completely out of breath Mm -hmm. but it is so good is it based on true events um i'm not sure but they did hire um real people who work in the diamond district and they hired like real goons oh, wow. for like the the mafia dudes, the loan sharks or whatever it is. Yeah, it's so good, and it's really cool because when you think Adam Sandler, you usually think of like cheesy comedies, comedy, super shallow, yeah, kind of stuff. But um, yeah, he just knocked this role out of the park. It awesome. was so sick. What and platforms I, it on? Um, it's on Netflix. Netflix. I'm sure it's on a million things. Okay, but I personally watched it on Netflix. And is it new? Like this year, new? Uh, 2019. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, so I highly recommend it. It's by the, these uh, brothers called the Sadvi Brothers who directed it, and I think they're really cool. Cool. So, yeah. Awesome. I recommend, you guys, I recommend you guys check it out. Yeah. And, yeah, I didn't really do much. Um, like I said, on I think it was Friday that we hung out with our buddies, I watched so, that on yeah. Saturday. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's going to be nice when we can get together with more people, isn't it? For sure. For sure. Yeah, it's times like this. Um Obviously, like, you can't escape um, what's what's going on right now. But when you pass, like, a major milestone, like, an anniversary, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, this stops for nothing. But you know what? I feel I feel worse for the people that had weddings scheduled right now. Yeah. I feel worse for the people, like, all those, like, a, like a 90th birthday party or, or anything like yeah. that. I feel bad for, for those people more so than celebrating an anniversary. Because yeah. I can only imagine what it would be like to have your, your wedding right now. And even then, like we're standing on a huge mountain of our own privilege. Of course. That, like, yeah. And I, I actually have seen a couple people, um, on social and stuff there. They have their two person wedding with their husband and the wife and just the, the pastor, or whoever's the officiant. Um, and that's cool too. I think that's kind of romantic and you'll never forget that. Oh, hundred so, percent. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I mean, you can have a party anytime you want. You can. So you can. It's not yeah. like it's it's off the table. Yeah. But yeah, missing events only scratches the surface of the uh, the negative impact of of COVID and what's happened to some people because it's absolutely devastating. Yeah, this and year's like, been. Yeah, there are all these memes going around where it's like um, in January there's almost a world war, and then in February there's COVID, and each month kind of progressively gets worse. And the joke was, I wonder what June is going to hold. And it's like, here we are. This is what June holds. Mass, mass rioting and wrongful killings. And yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is the world we live in right now. Yeah. I do wonder if it's going to spill over into, into Canada. Justin Trudeau the other day made a statement and said that I actually, he made quite a long pause before, um, before he answered his question. What was, what was the question? I haven't the question, heard any The of question this. was, what are your thoughts on the violence and, and stuff like, and the racism going on in the U.S.? And basically he paused and said he's absolutely petrified, like he's terrified of what's going on and, and obviously shows remorse. Um, but he also recognizes that Canada, too, has our own problems as far as race goes and stuff like that. And so something has to change. You know, and I've seen the argument, people saying that uh, why aren't they peacefully protesting? People have been trying the peaceful protesting and all that for a very long time. Yeah. You know, and so now it's just about being heard. And yeah, sorry to jump back to this, but. No, I mean, I, I get it for sure. And, and speaking about morality, like how many peaceful protests um, do we have to endure and try to do, um, you know, before you take things to the next level? And I'm, I'm not... Um, I'm not pro-rioting or pro-violence in any way, but what are you to do when peaceful protests aren't taken seriously? You know, what are you to do when you just get like a couple days of publicity and lip service from people who don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. and then it goes back to status quo? I think that's the first time I ever swore on the podcast. That is the first time. So I apologize to to anybody. Guys, we're keeping it real. Sometimes cussing is okay. And if, I, I doubt we have anybody under the age of 18 watching this. But anyway, um, yeah. I actually, I watched Kevin Hart made a made an interesting video yeah. about, um, I don't know if you saw it, about the media and how important the media is for everything. They literally control the narrative. And so what he's noticed, and I don't follow the news a lot. I, I really try to limit the amount of news that I'm watching um, because oftentimes it is so negative. And basically what he's saying is that Um, reporters, journalists, they all have this very important role of controlling the narrative. And whether we like it or not, they do. Sorry, do you want to say something? No, I completely agree. Just adjusting the mic. And um, and so, um, yeah, they control the narrative. And basically what they're saying right now is all they're doing is reporting on what they're seeing, but they're not talking about the actual issue. And I think that it's so important. And he mentioned the Colin Kaepernick issue. And how Colin Kaepernick, originally, he started to kneel at the games during the anthem because of the, uh, the, the brutality, the police brutality and, and senseless death. Yeah. And the, the media literally changed it over to make it sound like he doesn't believe in the American anthem and doesn't, he's, not, he's, not a, uh, he's not patriotic, blah, 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 right. blah. They totally twisted it. And so now we're at this crossroads where the media could then again do this again and then it just gets lost again in the yeah. in translation and i think it's really important that you you do your job as a journalist you dig in and you figure out what the core issue is and report on that don't just report on what you're seeing it's hard man um 
because journalists have jobs and you know they have certain expectations by their employers i'm not i'm not saying it's moral no. or, or ethical 100 um and and certainly i'm not perfect but um yeah you know it's 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 the big media is super centralized uh, all over the world but in the u.s it's no different right like there are a few conglomerate companies that own all the major broadcast networks yep. and they have certain agendas yep. and they have needs for funding and they're run by advertisers basically. Yeah. A hundred percent. So who, who, um, who pays them and who gives them jurisdiction is, is lobbyists and, yeah. and politicians who want things to be a certain way. Yeah. Also fueled by money. Um, and when that trickles down to, to journalists, like it's hard, it's hard to be a rogue journalist and, report on what you want because if you um i feel like if you want um if you want like job security from a major organization then you're completely under their finger yeah and you report what they tell you to report exactly i exactly. i think you know social media we love it because it's um more so decentralized than than big media more so we did talk about that this weekend as well yeah but um we see social media platforms showing political bias for better or worse all the time um i know i know twitter uh likes to um block certain hashtags i know tiktok blocked um a couple of the hashtags relating to um george floyd related um i've heard of people's uh, messages not going through on instagram um so I think, you know, the slow of information and in some cases the stopping of, of information is a very real um, threat that doesn't just happen in communist countries. Yeah. And it's probably a lot closer to us than uh, than we give credit for. Yeah. But yeah, all we can do is is uh, talk about these things and use our voices as, as best as we can. 100%. 100%. Anyway, I think we should just wrap it up here. Okay, let's Leave do that. that. And uh, we'll be back next week. And we'll see you guys then. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay ha stay healthy. Stay as happy as you can. Yeah. Hit us up if you need anything. And um, yeah, just as a closing statement, um, this isn't cool. Like something needs to change. Yep. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Yeah. Thanks, guys.